Well, here we are, the Chris Dingle service, one of the highlights of my uh, year in the church calendar. I'm sure you're very glad that we're here too. Um, and as weird, as wonderful as this, is this your first time here, you're probably thinking, what the heck have I walked in on? That's all right, there's other people thinking that too. People who've done it every single year their whole lives are still thinking that as well, so do be uh, rest assured, that's normal. Um, but I do believe that God does want to speak to us through this weird, spiky, orange, weapon-looking thing in your hand. Now, I do believe that God wants to speak to, say, remind us of two things today. One is that Jesus has brought light into the darkness of this world, and two, that he is inviting you to bring light into the darkness of this world with him. As we've established, there is darkness in this world, and if we're honest, there's darkness in ourselves too. But God wants to shine his light in the darkness of this world. And he wants his children, me and you, those who he created, to live in light as well. And Jesus is continuing to bring his light into this world. But he is inviting you to do this with him. God has chosen you to be a carrier of his light. And he wants to shine through you. He wants to use you to dispel darkness. And this is our mission this is our calling. This is our purpose as those who know Jesus. And the beautiful thing is there is something specific in your life. There is gifts and talents, abilities, which God has given you that he wants to use to bring light into the darkness of this world. And he wants to encourage and empower us today to do this. So Lord, will you empower us by your spirit to bring light into the darkness of this world? Speak to us this afternoon. Amen. Okay, let's read the word. Everybody open your Bibles to John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. I'll give you a moment to get that open on your phone or in the physical. It says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus has brought light into this world. That's the first thing God wants to speak to us about today. And this passage in the Bible is amazing. Speak to us about the beginning of time. And there's some things in there on the surface you're like, what's he mean by that? What is the word? For example, it says, doesn't it, in verse one, that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the words was God. And if you're wondering what the word is today, the word is Jesus himself. We know this because he's referred to as the word in other parts of the Bible. And also it says that the word is God and we know that Jesus is God, don't we? So that helps us understand verse three, which goes on to say, through him, Jesus that is, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So this world that we live in right now was created through Jesus himself. And in verse 4, which is incredibly important to us today, it says, In him, Jesus that is, was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. In Jesus is life, and that life is the light of all mankind. And I don't know about you, but the amazing and beautiful and mind-boggling thing about God, there's many things, but one of them especially isn't just that he is so powerful and able to create, that he created everything that we see, created you and me and everyone we know. 
it's not just the, his power and divinity to create, but that he himself came from heaven to earth and humbled himself, became like us to come and serve us. And the only analogy I can think of this is, say we finish church today, we go over to the back just where Phil is stood now and we have some tea and coffee. But instead of Phil being stood there, it was King Charles III. And he's there and he's pumping away and the coffee machine that is, sorry. And he's, and he's handing out coffees <laughs> uh, to us as we, as we stand here in church. We'd all be amazed that he's there. We'd be thinking, what, what's the king doing here at church? If there's anybody that should be receiving hospitality from us, it should be him. He's literally the most important person in this country, but he's decided to come here into our community and he's decided to serve us. If he was to do that, we'd be struck by his humility, but times that humility by an infinite amount and we start to grasp the humility of Jesus to come himself from heaven to earth so that we could live in light. What he has done for us is simply amazing. His humility is beyond our understanding. And when he came to earth, he went to the cross, didn't we? We've established this, that he died as a sacrifice so that we could have forgiveness for our sin. He took our sin and he replaced it with forgiveness. He took our darkness and replaced it with light. And this is the greatest trade-off you'll ever do in your life, by the way. It's pretty amazing. You get to give up your darkness and in return you get to receive light. And that light is the life of all mankind. That's a pretty good trade-off because I'm pretty sure your darkness wouldn't have been serving you too well. But that brings us on to the next part. Once we've received this light, it's not just something for us to keep. It's not a selfish light. It's something just for us, but it is something to share and this light is something which affects all areas of our life. It's not just our sin and forgiveness we receive. To other areas of darkness in our life, Jesus speaks into that and his light enlightens it. To our weakness, Jesus says, in your weakness I am made strong. To our tiredness, he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest to our anxiety, he says, cast it on me because I care for you. And to our mistakes, he says, you are forgiven. The light of Christ affects all areas of our life and all areas of darkness in our life. And this light is so good that we've got to share it. And God is inviting you today to bring light into the darkness of those around you. Receiving light is only the start of the Christian journey. You see, Jesus is no longer on earth, is he? He's not physically here with us, but his light is because it lives within those who believe in him. The spirit we have received when we give our lives to Jesus is his spirit. And the Holy Spirit empowers us to continue the work which Jesus himself was doing. It allows us to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus wherever he goes. He has empowered his people to go and do the work which he started himself. It's not just for us, it's for us to share. In Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 to 16, feel free to gather up if you like, it says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. 
In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Jesus is saying to you today, let your light shine. This light is not meant to be hidden, but displayed to all of the world. Jesus is inviting you into his work to bring light into the darkness. It is our mission. It is our calling. It is our purpose as those who know him. So today I'm going to give you one practical way in which you could bring light into the darkness of those around you, light into the darkness of the world around you. And this is taken straight from the life of Jesus. One thing that struck me about his life when you read through the Gospels is that he showed people that they are valued. And this is something we can do too. If you want to bring light into the darkness around you, show people they are valued. One of the biggest darknesses in people's life is not knowing that they are valued. A belief that they're not good enough to be loved, that you have to prove yourself to have any sort of value and that you're never going to be worth enough. That's one of the biggest darknesses any of us could face in our life. But as those of us who have received the light, we know that Jesus values and loves us so much that he came from heaven to earth to come and give us life and light. That's how much he loves us. And as Lee said, we didn't do anything to deserve that or to earn that. He did it for us because he loves us and because he created us to be loved by him. And Jesus in his time on earth was the best at showing people that they were valued. He went from place to place, showing people they were seen and known. He loved those who nobody else loved. He spoke to those who nobody else would speak to. He valued those who nobody else valued and we can do this too in our lives once we have received the light when we understand our God-given value we can go and communicate that to others in our actions and the example that Jesus set that he's the king who came to serve not to be served we can serve others in this and one of the greatest examples of service that Jesus showed us in the Bible, as we said, the incredible humility to him to come to earth in the first place. But he came to serve as well. In John chapter 13, it tells us the story of when Jesus washed the disciples' feet. And it says this after he'd finished washing their feet. He said, now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. The example Christ set for us is to serve one another to love one another, to act in humility to one another. And if the creator of the heavens and earth, who all things were created through, humbled himself and came to earth to come and serve me and you, then we can do it too. And we should do it too. And when we serve people, it communicates to them that they are worth enough to be served and it affirms their value and it pushes back the darkness of their life. And when we value people for no other reason than because we believe God created them and wants to, learn, wants to love them, it communicates to them that their worth is not just in what they do, but who they are, and it pushes back the darkness in their life. That's just one example of how you could bring the light into the darkness of the world around you today, tomorrow, this week, in your school, in your workplace, in your families, wherever you are. There's many other ways to do it too. But if we as believers of Christ, if those who have received the light, wake up every day and say to God, use me to bring light to the darkness today, I can guarantee you he will. He will use you in big ways and he will use you in small ways. 
and living with this purpose of bringing light into the darkness is the most excited, fulfilling and adventurous thing you will ever do with your life. And if you're willing, he will give you opportunity after opportunity and he will use the things you're naturally good at. He'll use your weaknesses. He'll use all aspects of you. And if you do this, if you're willing to allow him to use, to bring light to the darkness, you get to be on the front line of seeing God move, of seeing darkness being dispelled by the light of Christ. And that itself is pretty exciting. Alice and Lee are going to join me in a second, or the band are going to join me, sorry. Um, But in a moment, what we're going to do is we're going to stick the candles in the top of our Christingles, and we're going to use the light from the front to light one another's candles. And as we do this, this is a sign of what we do when we take light into the darkness. When we take our light, we then in turn light other people's candles. Incredibly significant part of what we do as people and what we're called to today.